Hello again, and you're welcome to the Master's Voice. This is Celestial, and I welcome you back to this channel. Today, I have a very short prophecy. It's probably just going to take only a few minutes. It is linked to the prophecy about Russia that I gave um, yesterday, the video North. And I recommended at the bottom of that prophecy, two other prophecies that you could go and look at on the blog, the Master's Voice. The details will be um, in the description box. And those prophecies are D-Day and the other one is Enemy at the Gates. So uh, I said that I would try and get the prophecies out by theme or uh, alternatively, I will make the videos as I feel the Lord leading me. And at this time, uh, he's still saying to continue with further revelations about Russia and Chinese invasion that will come to the United States in the future. There is a page on the blog called America, Oh America. That's the name of one prophecy. And it would be very helpful if you would visit that page and read because um, I know that um, uh, as Americans, we're struggling with this. It's, oh, uh, why are we being judged in this manner? Why such a harsh judgment from the Lord? I've seen several people uh, saying on the internet um, where other people have prophecies. I've seen the comment sections where people always say, America's sin is no greater than anybody else's sin. You know, why is America always getting picked on? And I find this very strange because as my mom says when it's time to get the blessings everybody wants to be number one but when it's time for punishment then everybody disappears everybody vaporizes and so i i find it peculiar that a nation that accepts its number one position in the world it does not hide away from the fact that it is an influencer it is a change maker it is a powerhouse it has always been um the center of uh, allied powers in the past and always uh, eager to take the first place to take the number one spot at the olympics to lead in the areas of technology um innovation, business, banking, money, food, uh, social stuff like fashion. The United States has always been the change maker. However, not all of her changes have been righteous. Uh, this nation has actually sacrificed almost all of her morality and given herself over to the spirit of lawlessness, which we know is nothing but the spiritual personification of Satan himself. There are things in this nation that are an absolute a curse upon the nation. I've mentioned some of those things, uh, abortion, homosexuality, uh, the rise of a very powerful feminist narrative, as well as abdication of the role of manhood and fatherhood that have really tilted and twisted and, and turned in a very powerful sense, the face of America from her maker um, we should understand something. When God creates something, he always says that it is good. And also when the Lord gazes upon his creation, it's supposed to bring him joy. It's supposed to bring him peace. We should not have, um, how can I put this? We should not have an understanding of God as separate from his creation. All of the creation dwells within the father. You know, uh, God feels the ocean and he feels the trees he feels when the environment is not taken care of he feels when any one of us is sick 
When our bodies are not well, we are intimately and intricately connected to him and God feels all we feel. And so you have to understand that when we become degenerate, right? When we devolve from the highest apex of what we should be and we begin to slowly subside into darkness and wickedness and abomination, we do not resemble the maker anymore. When he gazes at us, he can no longer see the face of Jesus in us. All he sees is this horrifying, twisted image. Um, there's this antique story that I really love and the synopsis of it is this young man called Dorian Gray commissions a painting and I seriously don't know who paints this painting for Dorian. I have questions about that. But what happens is that Dorian Gray's painting is somehow alive, right? It's, it's somehow a representation of Dorian, even though it's a still life. But then in his real life, Dorian Gray begins to make some seriously, at first, um, trade-off decisions and then some very questionable choices until Dorian eventually becomes wickedness personified. But what Dorian doesn't want anybody else to know is that by some strange twist of fate, Dorian's picture begins to reflect all of the ugliness of Dorian's real life. So in real life, Dorian is not changing. He's just making these really bad, progressively more wicked and evil decisions. But what's happening in Dorian's private study and the reason he actually has to cover his photograph is because every single bad decision that he makes becomes reflected in the image's face. And at the end of the story, it's a twisted, gnarled, wicked old man staring out at still young, still fresh and vibrant Dorian. And in a strange way, that's what the United States is like. It looks amazing. Oh my goodness, nobody can make a promo or a music video or a movie, Fast and Furious Part 29 or whatever part they're on right now. No one can make promotional material like the USA. But when God looks at her, God is... God is already seen. I won't even say starting to see. God is seeing nothing but the true picture. He sees the hurt. He sees the rapes. He sees the human trafficking. He sees the skyrocketing opiate and drug addiction. He sees the wickedness in leadership. He sees the things that they do. Some of the things that I have in the prophecies, honestly, brothers and sisters, I have received prophecy. I've written the prophecy real time as the Lord was speaking to me. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, when I've gone back to read these prophecies, I am just amazed. I live in New York City and I just live on one street and one house and one apartment building. And there is no way that I can see the things I see unless the Lord is revealing them. And I read them back and I think to myself, Lord, how is this happening and the sun is still shining. How is this happening? And the, and the very earth is not crying out against us that this is happening. So the prophecy that I will read today is nothing more than uh, the Lord continuing to let the United States of America know that judgment has been prescribed. Judgment has been set. Judgment is in the concrete. We can pray. We can fast. 
we can intercede. In fact, we should pray and we should fast and we should intercede. I know I do that and I know uh, my church has constantly been doing that throughout this year. However, judgment has been set and this is a situation of the hand of God, praying for the hand of God to cover not only his people, but to also bring into the kingdom all those people who want to give their lives to Christ, who want to come out of the world system, who want to be changed, who want to repent. But that is not going to change the fact that God will do these things. And so I'm here as a messenger of the Lord Jesus Christ to deliver these messages in the prayerful hope that People will listen and they will share the messages and they will tell other people. And if those other people disdain these messages, if they say this is absolute nonsense, she doesn't know what she's talking about, she's off her head and all the other nasty things that they say, this moves me not 1%, not even uh, 0.0001% because I know who spoke to me, I know the things that I have seen and I will be obedient to him till the last. So let's go into the prophecy today. It's a very short one, and I'll be back hopefully with at least two more videos if I can manage it today. This prophecy was given to me on the 21st of December, 2019, and it's called D-Day. Now, uh, to history buffs or to anybody who actually had to sit through um, modern history, D-Day is June 6, 1944, and that was the day that the Allied powers um, invaded uh, France, you know, France was under allied, um, the axis of evil occupation. Um, uh, what's his name? Hitler had spread like a cancer all across, um, Europe and he had taken over France, even though it, it wasn't a complete takeover. Because if you know the French, they're not just going to sit there and let anybody walk all over them. So of course there were pockets of resistance and things like that. But for the most part, the nation was occupied by the Nazis. And D-Day was the day that it was a pivotal shift in the 1944 Second World War. And that's why today we use the phrase D-Day to mean a day of a huge operational shift or a day of major change. It's the day of an ultimatum. And so this prophecy is entitled D-Day and it's very short. And I read, this is the word of the Lord. D-Day shall be once again. Terror and unpreparedness revisited, this time on you, America. Ships will emerge out of the fog and you will be surrounded on both sides, east and west. They will squeeze you in a vice until you vomit out your treasures into the hands of your worst enemies. You will bow down before them in servitude and become slaves. If you think this is a joke, wait and see. D-Day revisited. Wait and see. So that's the entire prophecy. And I made a note here. It says this prophecy re refers to a seaborne invasion, invasion by sea, a huge force of soldiers, allies working together for a common goal, and a decisive military blow struck against a common enemy. But most of all, this prophecy refers to a surprise. So D-Day completely came as a surprise to Hitler. Hitler had really been hammering um, the modern world throughout the war, but somehow they were able to scramble communications. They were able to keep this one invasion 
quiet. And when they showed up, it was in these really massive ships, these really massive ships that didn't seem to have much on them, just shoulders, um, soldiers on the hull. And then uh, th that hull would open up. We've seen it in all the movies with Tom Hanks and the rest of it. The, the hull would open up and the soldiers literally stormed the beaches of Norman, Normandy, and they were also they also received very heavy air support. So I have prophecies on the blog where I've seen airborne invasion and so many soldiers parachuting down from the sky. I mean, the sky was just thick with them, with foreign soldiers parachuting down from the sky. And I've also seen these huge hulls, you know, as if I'm standing on the beach and this massive ship comes out of the fog. And these ships are landing on the shores of America on the East Coast and on the West Coast. And she is utterly unprepared, does not even know that the beaches are being stormed. I've seen submarines coming up you know, and soldiers storming the beaches, literally coming out of the sea as well. And the understanding that the Lord has given me, actually the clear, the clear thing that he has said is that this will be China and this will be Russia with their allies coming to invade the United States. So um, that's the prophecy for today. I'll be back shortly with another video. This is Celestial. You can find all the information about this ministry in the description box below. Thank you for watching. Please subscribe. Please share these videos. Please put your notifications on. If you're a blog user, I've put up a post that just simply says YouTube. So please be in that habit of checking that page at least once a day. And at, at the very bottom, you'll start to see a growing list of the videos that I've made so that you can keep up to date with what's going on. If you don't have notifications on, you can check there and see if I've put up another video. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will be back shortly with another video. Goodbye.